0: coming up on this episode of the Mario Rosenstock podcast. Oh boy, that is is such a complicated issue. I mean, cuz I cuz again, by me even talking about it, I'm mansplaining to travel a, a gay Settles, traveler. Settlesplaining. I'm settlesplaining to a tra- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <good laughs> on. You you Jesus, I got that wrong. <laughs> yeah, you. No, we let it out, doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm not letting myself come across that thick. It's okay, that's why it's a pre record, bitch. Well, You're not getting intersectionality on me.
1: <laughs> I'd happily sit with you know a poor person a rich person a politician you know a layman you know it it wouldn't make a difference to me because I know that behind the smiles and the facade of of confidence that we're all broken in some way
0: oh yeah and we're all fighting a losing battle absolutely Hello, well that clip gives you a little taste of the conversation you're about to hear between me and my special guest this week, Martin Beans, Beans with a Z, Ward. Martin is a comedian and he's also a traveller, a gay traveller in fact. And I went into the conversation, uh, very curious indeed, with a desire to find out about traveller culture, traveller lifestyle discrimination, life expectancy, attitudes towards the settled community and vice versa... Um, I've always had a bit of a fascination with the traveller community. Um, it started when um, I was in university and we did a whole module on traveller culture as a, a section of sociology in Ireland and I thought it was extremely interesting. And then further to that, it was actually my interest in Vincent Brown which furthered it because Vincent is, I suppose you could say, almost a champion of, of travellers' of rights and seeking um, equality for travellers over the years and being very, very pugnacious, I suppose, in his questioning of ministers and uh, councillors, etc., and people in authority about their attitudes um, to, to travellers' rights and our attitudes to, towards travellers in general and questioning our own attitudes towards travellers in general and the hypocrisy that um, that is often engendered by our attitudes. But listen, I also went into the conversation with Martin a little apprehensive, worried about saying something wrong. Um, Asking a stupid question that might be unintentionally offensive. All of those silly things that we get caught up in when we're talking to somebody that is technically, in inverted commas, from a different part of society than us. You know what I mean. And you know what? I think this is, well, it's only my opinion, but I think this is a fascinating conversation between two people from two completely different walks of life. And if you bear in mind that this conversation happens in live time, I've never met Martin before. um, So when he almost walked into the room, we just started the conversation there and then. And you can see, you can hear me clearly walking on eggshells and Martin, to be honest with you, taking me to the cleaners. I think that's quite funny. You can hear my trepidation in the early stages of the chat. Stepping all over landmines or th- perceived landmines that might be in my way. And what's even funnier is that Martin is having great crack watching me step over them. And he's even pushing me into some of them for the crack. Anyway, but very quickly, things clear up when we get into some very deep, very interesting areas. I hope you'll agree. And I think you will really enjoy listening to this chat evolve over its duration. We've left this episode a little longer than usual for all of those reasons. I hope you can take the time to listen through to the end. It's about an hour and 20 minutes, so maybe if you're going for a walk for an hour and 20 minutes, have a listen and get back to me on it. I'd like to hear your opinions. Mario Rosenstock at gmail.com There's so much to come in this conversation. So we're just over one year into the Mario Rosenstock podcast. Um, And if you've been tuning in regularly, you will know that during almost every interview, a few famous people, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, phone in and put some questions to my special guest, whoever they may be. We have been having a lot of fun with this over the last year. Um, It's one of my favourite aspects of the podcast. And we thought we'd go back over some of our earlier episodes from the series. Some of the conversations, some of the comedy calls, they just get lost. You listen to them once, you hear them and they're gone. But some of them, we thought, are worth replaying again. Um, And so we we were going to play some of our very favourite calls to play to you today. It's like a little Easter egg from us to you, except there's no chocolate involved. But anyway, here goes. Brezzy, one of the things I do on this podcast as well Is that I have some people who listen in on the podcast live mm, I heard that, yeah We have them listening in live So yeah. basically they, they listen to the conversation They've been listening now for three quarters of an hour And then they've we have them on the line to, to ask you some questions Are we prepared to accept some questions? Absolutely, yeah I have uh, Blind Boy Boat Club on the line wants oh. to have a word with you Ah, so, oh, there he is He's usually I think he's vaping at the moment <laughs> Hang on You can say hello to him, see
2: Hey Blind Boy, how's it going, dude? How's it going? Prezi. I'm really enjoying the conversation <laughs> with Mario. Thanks, my boy. <laughs> Just there been <up> here. <laughs> I want to know if the two of us can exist simultaneously in the Irish mental health field without killing each other. We're like two caribou's. <laughs> Rotting stags. One mullingar, one caribou is six foot five. The other caribou has a plastic bag on his head with the antlers coming through. <laughs> Tell me, Brezzy, can we coexist?
1: Fine boy, um yes. I've thought about this for a while now. And um I'm ready to move on. Are I, you? And, and I I think I'm gonna <laughs> Can
2: you put your mind fucking off out of the mental health field and <laughs> just leaving it all to me, please?
1: It's all yours, my
0: friend. Thank it's you. all yours. No,
2: right back at you. Nice one. It's all back at you. Sound.
1: Yours. Thanks.
0: Thank you Blind Boy uh, Okay Another question actually It's the president Wow, the wow President Fantastic wonderful. Uh, Michael D Higgins Go ahead
3: uh, Yes indeed um, I'm absolutely enthralled Listening to Johnny B and Smacks um, uh, My question for the gen- gentleman is this uh, Having listened to a lot of their back catalogue <laughs> um, I'm a massive fan of She Only Rings Me When She's Locked I- because um, John Burton, uh, used, <laughs> it reminds me of John Burton, who used to only ring me when she was locked and give out to me about him and Gilmore and the fucking Labour Party. Anyway, uh, my question to you is what is your favourite song of your own?
1: Uh, honestly, Sinead, but every time I put on the Silage song, it
0: makes me <laughs> laugh because <laughs> the video was filmed on a mobile phone, President, uh. on the on.
1: Yeah, Mr. President, I'm going to go with uh, I'm Grand,
0: which is one of our songs. And it's got like a big opening guitar, the kind of, and it sounds
1: like something that you too would do and then it was the first song we played at Electric Picnic so that's why it's got a mad mad
3: uh... I must say I enjoyed teenage as well <laughs> I really did um, it reminded me of a cross between Teenage Dirtbag and, and the Saw Doctors that's
0: incredibly accurate could, yeah. on Utheron. and do, do you know what did Joan Burton used to drink when she was locked
3: straight vodka <laughs> straight vodka <laughs>
0: Where, where did she where was her local I wonder
3: Her local well she's from she's from the west side of, uh, of Dublin so her local might have been um, I don't know in Tala or something like yeah. that <laughs> Castle knock or okay. something Anyway thank you very much I'm a big fan Bye Thanks Migildi
0: Would you believe thanks Leo Thanks you, Leo uh, David mm. Norris is on the line as well did you, uh, uh, What did you think of
2: David Norris uh, David Norris was one of my favourite Living With Lucy's. He was my alarm clock because I forgot my phone recharger. Well, Lucy, can I just say that have such a
3: wonderful, wonderful thing to say. Did you, by any chance,
2: steal a first edition of Ulysses (laughs) from my phone stand? And second of all, would you like to see or hear my impression of an inner city Dublin woman in the 50s? Yes, please. Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. Well, would you go away,
3: Uradah? David Norris and your Ulysses. <laughs> Lucy Kennedy, she's a poor
2: man, Savina!
0: That's brilliant. Thanks very much, David.
2: <laughs> i get sick.
0: Mm-mm-mm. Isn't David <laughs> great?
2: Sick. I'm actually going to get sick.
0: Aren't they lovely people, though? Oh,
2: my God, I need my nailer. Aren't
0: they lovely people? <laughs> it's so much fun watching how people react to this part of the interview. We have a lot of fun with it, and I hope you enjoy it, too. Just in case you don't know how it works is the interviewee is just sitting in front of me. Um, And when I say somebody is joining us on the phone, it literally is me on the spot doing the voice. And then it's in post-production that we put the sound effect of the um, phone on the voice. But it literally is in real time, live in front of the guest, and they pretty much don't know what's happening. And I hope you enjoyed those. And thanks as always to Curries for their support of the Mario Rosenstock podcast over the last year. Um, Thanks to you for subscribing, following, rating, reviewing emailing Rosenstock at gmail.com to which I read all of them and get back to nearly all of them and for telling your friends about the show if you can do one thing just tell one person about the podcast that's all I would ask so let's introduce my special guest this week he's very funny, sparky, intelligent a brilliant man to have a conversation with I hope I have another conversation with him very very soon I hope you feel the same after listening to my chat with Martin Beans Ward so Martin, a good place to start is uh, Just tell us as much as can you, you can about yourself as possible
1: uh, Well, um, I, I suppose going way back I started my career on Pornhub <laughs> 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 well, I can see Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Big and beautiful uh, No, I, I, um, So your full name? Martin Ward is my actual name. Yeah. Is that uh, Ward with an E or a no no E? It is. It's with an E. Sure, everything's more fun with a bit of an E, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, just to be edgy and different, you know? Good uh, start. Yeah, <laughs>
1: It's that anxiety there kicking in. Very good. It makes you quick. <laughs> uh, well, anxiety is actually, uh, we'll get to that later. Actually. Exactly, yeah. I find that anxiety is one of the, it's one of the best superpowers you can have in comedy, actually. It just keeps you on your toes. Do you know?
0: Yeah. It, so it, it obviously promotes a sort of a fight or flight response.
1: It is. And as soon as you pick up the microphone, you're like, boom, I'm into it, you know. And it is it is like a fight, basically, because you're fighting to win over the audience, mm-hmm. you know. But I started my career So you are Martin Ward. Martin Dean's Ward. Let's, let's, with let's, no
0: E. With,
1: no, with an E. With, with an E. Yeah.
0: And um, But not today. Do
1: you know how I got, do you know how I got the E? How? Uh, it was actually uh, years ago. <laughs> Uh, it's it, it was written by the doctor on the birth cert And it was That's because it's on my birth cert That's how I went My brother doesn't have any Right But one of the other brothers does <laughs> yeah. I'm serious So I'm serious. It, was, it was just a, a sleight of hand, a mistake Yeah, yeah. And um, because it's on the birth cert Obviously I don't know what uh, Maybe I'm a little bit different And I wanted to be a little bit different But I kept it And your middle name is Gerard no no the, the, the nickname oh but that's not a middle name then is it well, is it a, mic- a nickname is <laughs> it it's a moniker moniker yeah yeah uh, beans um, and with a z <laughs> with a z yeah. no E. No, uh, beans yeah with a z and what's that about i don't know a bit german as
0: well <laughs> like yourself <laughs> well, how did you know <laughs> I'm, I'm German?
1: rosenstock that's
0: it yeah german german
1: correct yeah, <laughs> yeah. rosenstock ich heiße martin ich wohne a ich ich habe mein studentenbescheinigung right Stop flirting with me now, Mario. <laughs> uh, yeah, this would be a fun one. A traveller and a German having a conversation. Sure, no one's going to understand it. <laughs> well, a German traveller would complete the whole pack for uh, us. Yeah. Uh, actually, what's the German word for traveller? Uh,
0: I don't know. I was trying to think of what the German accent for a traveller would be. A German traveller accent.
1: Ich habe mein Studenten bescheinigung. <laughs> you just sound like amateur. Hi, Mario. Hi, <laughs> Mario Ward. But no, he. Jesus, keep doing that. Now you're going to get a Saturday night Chalk show.
0: <laughs> yeah. Stop. 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 All right, Martin Beans Ward. You are a traveller. Whoa. So and that. you are a comedian. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, well, yeah. Give uh, us some more biographical information. Well, I started actually. Actually, I never really had an interest in stand-up comedy. Would you believe? What age you? Uh, thirty-seven as of yesterday. Okay, thirty-seven. Yeah. Just write that down. It takes down notes. I uh, am as German. As, sorry, I am German. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's thirty-seven since yesterday. Actually, yeah. yesterday was my birthday. Um, Happy birthday! Well, thank you. Uh, a bit late now, Mario, but sure look. <laughs> I am. Unfortunately, I wasn't around yesterday. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. Started comedy uh, back in two thousand and five. Hmm. Des Bishop came to tomb. Uh, where I'm from in Galway and he was he was doing a uh, programme was called Join the Hood mm, I remember uh, it yeah <laughs> and uh, I know yeah, it was like the first step that RT took towards mimicking the National Geographic Channel or something you know let's let's go and see how the other half live um, so basically it was actually a pretty good show and he went and was this
0: not, not part of his work experience show no no this no. was after
1: the yeah. work experience yeah yeah, um, it's ironic. He went. He did work experience, and then he went to, to towns where there was very little work experience. <laughs> to dis- a change of scene. Yeah, disadvantaged yeah. communities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, there was a, a an article. Well, it was it was like the headline in, in the local newspaper: Bishop to make laughing stock of travellers. And I was like, Who's oh, this bishop? So I went down and I. Had a conversation, um, kind of an audition, everything. I, I, I had no desire to do anything on TV. I was down asking questions like, and what are you doing? And why are you making fun of travelers and all this, you know? And the, the reason why I was chosen for the show wasn't because I was funny, it was because there was one question that, that was in on the piece of paper What's your favorite instrument? Mm. And because I said the cello, it was like, what? a traveler who likes the cello, I you oh, we have to get this one. Uh, and that was it. Yeah. That, that's that's how it all started. Yeah. Uh, did a string of gigs, uh, went to the, uh, the UK, ran a bar there and then came back, did my degree. Gave up comedy for ages. 2016, I started to run a small little comedy events, got back on stage, started doing MC work, really liked it again. And 2019, I started my first ever comedy tour, which was two hours of ad libbed comedy, which really basically meant was, as you know, you go into the audience for two hours with no script, no backup plan whatsoever. And it was a huge success, actually. It really, Mm. really put me through my paces. And this is what I was saying about anxiety. Keeps you sharp, you know.
0: And is it the fact that it was largely unscripted that, that you remained sharp, remained anxious about the thing?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. um well I, I, I would have suffered from anxiety since I was a kid. Mm. Um when i when I was younger, it, it 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 started with a tragedy actually. It was a cousin of mine who drowned in a swimming pool and I was fourteen, she was like I think twelve or thirteen and it was me that kinda of, I, I took her out to the pool and she was dead in my arms. And from then on I just had a heightened sense of anxiety, hyper-vigilance, kind of being overly aware of my surroundings and things like that. So for a long time, it, it more or less crippled me. And then as I found with comedy, do you know the normal nerves anticipatory anxiety is actually what the the clinical term is I
0: fucking do (laughs) yeah
1: Uh, yeah. tell me about it so no matter how many gigs you do um, the really great ones will always be anxious the really crap ones will be like "Ah, I got this and nobody's got this because you don't know until you get up on that stage Um, because of course it's not acting every audience is different so you can't say oh I did three great gigs that means the next two are going to be no, it's That's
0: everyone is, 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 is on a tightrope.
1: Yeah, yeah. And exactly. even if,
0: it's so, it's so interesting you say that. So let's say I'm doing a gig or whatever and every one of those people, it's packed, let's say. Mm. And every one of those people has paid in to see you and they've already seen you before yeah. and they like you. Yeah. That doesn't guarantee either.
1: No, no. in actual fact, uh, I the reason why I went with Adlib was because if I did the same set twice, I would feel like a fraud because I would know that there are people in the audience who's heard the joke before mm. and I know that if they're laughing at it they already know the punchline so mm. why, why the fuck are you laughing at it I know you know the punchline But there is a
0: certain pleasure to laughing at something you've seen before as well uh, I mean that's why people watch reruns of sitcoms for example
1: Yeah I don't <laughs> But
0: It can be quite fun <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: I mean the old expression for example I knew it was coming I just love the way he does it
1: Yeah I suppose and you know what every delivery is different mm. yeah uh, but this is the journey I'm on, I suppose, in comedy, mm. you know um, and I went with the unscripted comedy, because I, you know, I was lazy as well. I didn't want to write a full <laughs> set, you know yeah, yeah. Um, but that now behind me, uh, my second tour then, which went on sale for just before 2020, mm. I was called "Queen of the Travelers." And it was kind of A great name <laughs> I know yeah, yeah. Thank you um, So it's
0: kind of Well you pl- are the first Gay traveller to be on I'm the ma- only gay
1: traveller In the whole world What are you talking about Mario
0: Well, well definitely the only <laughs> Gay traveller on my podcast So uh, to monopolise A Queen of the Travellers Name is just Fucking perfect
1: I, Well yeah Also it's to take a negative You know the, the whole King of the Travellers And and yeah. fighting And all the yeah. Hyper masculinity yeah. And all of yeah. that So I wanted to take that And kind of like You know and here I am Camping it up on the on a camp, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um and this so it went on sale and sold out loads of places and then the pandemic came along. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair No Mario, you, you were selling out for quite a few years, you know. <laughs> but I was, it was
0: just started my tour in the oh, pandemic. Just, oh really? Yeah. So it was yeah. twenty eight gigs cancelled.
1: Yeah. Oh some I, w- I would die like
0: beginning them again in March. Yeah.
1: And you'd have quite uh, quite a lot of tickets sold as well. Good few, yeah. yeah. Good few. Um this is fascinating.
0: What? What? Tell me. Try, tell me a little bit about it, about your act. The, tell me a little Which bit. Which one? Of, the act. The act. Your gig. A gig. Okay. A, a gig. I mean, for example, I mean, is your gig? I'm here, and I'm going straight in for the. I'm. I am a traveler, and I discuss what what life is like. And the com- Does the comedy come from your background, or oh, does the absolutely? Com- yeah. So you just go hell for leather.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd li- I would like to call it subversive. Uh, it's yeah. Um, some of the stuff I, <clears throat> I, I, I... This is the whole thing. Since the pandemic, I've gone through this other journey where I've... It's a journey of introspection. It's kind of looking at my own material and thinking, mm, you know, am I promoting the negatives myself? If so, do I really have a right to call somebody else out for doing the same? So it's kind of I don't know. So when you say it's a metamorphosis I know what you mean yeah. So
0: uh, so when you say I'm like you're you're thinking about your own stuff you mean and you're questioning do I have the right to criticize somebody else for what making fun of travelers?
1: Uh well all of my stuff is self-deprecating mm. so it's actually making fun of myself vis-a-vis oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Of the community but yeah yeah, essentially the same
0: but it gets to the It gets. We, we might as well jump in here now because we can come back to it later but it kind of gets to one of the things I wanted to talk to you most about and that was um, you know uh, I, I always use this I always use this example uh, you know do you, are you familiar with a, a girl Joanne uh, Reardon No Limbs No Limits yes. uh, Joanne was on my, my radio show uh, a couple of years ago and um, she, I was talking about her situation, you know, generally, uh, and uh, and interacting with people. And she just interrupted me and said, no, no, Mario, do you know what I really want? And I went, what? And she went, I want you to take the piss out of me. Okay. okay. Uh, and of course, I immediately, between yourself and myself, looked over at her and went... Okay, avoid studiously, Uh, just be careful, just be smooth, silver-tongued Mario there and get out of this really nicely. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, nice one, Joanne. Yeah. um, (laughs) So anyway, Joanne, next question. Right. And I I tried to steer the conversation away from this area. And then a few minutes later, I kind of just changed. She said something to me about something Roy Keane or something, and I decided to go straight into character as Roy Keane. I ended up taking what I regarded at the time was a large risk. I ended up bawling at her and shouting at her. I went, who the fuck do you think you are? No <laughs> arms, no legs. And you think that gives you a fucking excuse, do you? She started roaring and laughing, right? And a kind of a little catharsis happened in the room. And that was, I could almost feel like people listening at home going, yeah, that's it. And I went, then I kind of thought about it later and I've been thinking about it since. And I've talked to other people about it since. And really what it is, is as you can imagine, true equality true um being in the gang and when i say the gang is part of all being part of the same community all of us being together is to do one of the most fundamental things that we can do as irish people which is to take the piss out of each other hmm that's interesting otherwise you are being patronized yeah and Um, i i I mean that's one of the ways of looking at it talk to me about that (laughs) well making fun of Joanne. No, no. no. Is is there any angle that you can see that I'm getting at there? I mean...
1: Yeah, I I, I know exactly what you're getting at. Um, That it's almost discriminatory if you don't make fun of people from marginalized groups. Um, It's almost discriminatory if you're not treating them like you would any other segment of society. The only difference is, though, okay, when you have... OK, when you have a marginalised group and they're constantly being demeaned or or being made fun of, or you know it's the same old tropes or the same old stereotypes, and that's being used as a stick to beat them outside of comedy. Well, then when you use it in comedy and the punchline of your joke is a stereotype that's used to marginalise that group, then it's not really as funny mm. to the group. Um, it might be funny to the majority, but that's why they're the majority and not the minority group. Mm. Um, so it it, it it this is what I'm saying mm. I feel this myself as a traveller mm. I feel this mm. so I'm not saying that there isn't a place but of course there is um, and you can do things tastefully mm. but if your joke is really really nasty towards mm. a minority group and you're getting a laugh from the majority in the audience yes
0: well it's bullying
1: well, well it is yeah mm. at, at that point you're not punching up, you're genuinely
0: exactly. Down. What I was trying to, yeah, exactly. But you know what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that by studious, by almost, there is a, there is a, there is a, there is a pervasive tone in, in Ireland and, and everywhere really that deals with marginalized groups in terms of patronizing them. Mm. And it's it separates them. Again, it individually Give me
1: an example how do you mean patronizing?
0: Okay, so people who lie, right, by going, I, you know, I believe that travelers um, should have the same rights as us. I believe that travellers should be accepted <laughs> within community. Travellers should never be barred from pubs. I believe that travellers should... Uh, it's just bullshit. Of
1: what, course it's bullshit. Yeah. It's just lying, yeah, it right? Yeah. And
0: it's patronising. It's virtue signaling, actually. It's virtue yeah. signaling and it's lying. It's yeah. worse, it's lying. And it's separating yourself from the truth. Yeah. And at, at least what taking the piss does... Now, I understand what you say by... Relying on relying on old fashioned tropes yeah. um, to 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 play to a, a uh, an already body majority is not the way to go, but I don't think, for example, with in Joanne's case, I was doing that. What I was doing in no, my case, a
1: perfect example, actually. That's what I would yeah. hope, yeah.
0: And 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 that's what I would hope to try and um, let's say promote the fact that we could have jocular humor with marginalised groups. Um, who are seen as being outside society like travellers because I think it's one of the most powerful ways we as Irish people I
1: I wouldn't say travellers are outside society it's, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, welcome to my sociological TED. Talk. No, you're right. <laughs> I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to give you a. I'm.
0: I'm not going to give a person who has had the lived experience, as they say. I'm not. <laughs> I'm definitely not this going to warming go up
1: there. the old hashtag on Twitter there for you, Mario. No, you i Doff the cap. You are right. No, no, no. But I, I, no, you're uh, correct. No. Uh, well, this this
0: raises an interesting point. Then let's go there. I made. I, I did use the English language. I think I probably used it incorrectly and I said outside society. Um, And you said, I don't think Mario uh, travellers are outside society. What are they then?
1: Well, they're a segment of society that's been socially othered Mm. by the idea that they are outside Mm. and kept outside and forced outside. Why have they been socially othered? Well, I think when you have years of different political parties standing on platforms that are saying... You vote for me. These guys won't be living next door to you. Like you're already creating that, that margin. But yeah, yeah, of course in, you are. You know, and, and the, the thing is, a lot. Of, look, some travellers mm. don't want to, I suppose, mix with the rest of society. Is that their choice or is that conditioning over years of yeah. being... Can you help me with that? Will you tell me? Will you tell well, me? I, I, I'm very much part of Irish society, you know. Yeah. Um. So this is, this is where, where you the whole point about not generalizing a whole community. This is the whole point of it. You can't say that just because I, I say or do things doesn't mean that the rest of the community do. Um, I don't represent all of my community, but you don't represent your community or your neighborhood. I don't or.
0: represent Germans in Ireland either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like it's uh, you, you can't be held like yeah. if if I was this if I was to say to you Mario what's it like being a German in Ireland yeah. and come here tell me this now do you, do you know all those jokes that were done about the Germans like yeah. how did that make you feel Mario yeah yeah tell me Mario yeah does that make you feel sad or uh, no I'd be able to answer it but so 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 Mario tell me. You know, like, when you want to be inclusive with a bit of comedy, like, and and somebody brings in the whole Nazi thing, can that be done tastefully now, I wonder, or... Like, how do... Can you tell me how you feel about that now, Mm. Mario? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) It's the exact same thing. Um, And yes, look, comedy can be done tastefully, Mario. Absolutely. Okay,
0: so you, you you... And thank you for, 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 for engaging with my at times silly question.
1: It's not a silly question. This is a perfect question. Yeah. And we're both comedians and we're meant to be silly. Exactly. I'm both
0: meant to explore as exactly. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to be unafraid, you know, of oh, well, Don't of be afraid. You know?
1: No, look, look, you're in a safe space. It's <laughs> <okay. You're laughs> <in a> <laughs> my podcast studio,
0: not yours. <laughs> Tell me then how you, but I think you're well known for, you said, being self-deprecating, um, but also taking the piss
1: out of your own community. Um, yeah. or is that fair? Well, well, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's having having a bit of crack and a bit of banter at your own expense. And as I said, because I'm a traveller, yeah. obviously it's going to be somewhat totally to that. But give me a flavour, if you like, of the areas. Are you ask? Are you really going to say tell me a joke? <laughs> uh,
0: well,
1: it's not necessarily tell me a joke. You can even tell me the areas. You can tell me a joke if you want, but you can okay, tell me I, the areas. i would love to know the areas. I'll see. tell you the worst joke that I that, that I wrote, <laughs> and I got in quite a lot of bother for. And I can say this, um, I, I and I I don't really do this. I don't do this joke at yeah. all anymore. But it was in my early days, and I was like, how far can I push the boundary? Um and what do my audience really want to hear? And you got to remember I started my comedy career in an era of Tammy Tiernan, Des Bishop, Pat Chart, all like really pushing the boundaries and especially mm. around traveller stuff. So I was like, How far can I push this out? And my joke was, what do travelers and cigarettes have in common? The common packs of twenty the government tells you to keep away from them <laughs> and they're banned out of every pub in Ireland. Don't laugh Barry. <laughs> no, but you're allowed to laugh. You're allowed to laugh. But this is the thing. This is the thing. That was the worst joke. Okay. No, but you want to be... Okay, so that was a joke that, that uh, you know, when you go through that journey and you're like, how far can I push it? Mm-hmm. And then later on, I'm like, oh, you know, it's a little bit much. It's a little bit much nowadays um, because I have to take into account how other travellers feel when I do jokes like that. Does it make them feel shit? And if so... Who am I doing the joke for? Oh
0: boy, that is is such a complicated issue. I mean, because I because again, by me even talking about it, I'm mansplaining to travel a, a gay Settles, traveller. Settlesplaining. I'm settlesplaining to a
1: traveller.
0: <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I like that. Settlesplaining. Oh Jesus, you learn a new word every week.
1: Oh, well, just got on Twitter for a week. you like have loads I'm, of terminology. I'm
0: hashtag settlesplaining <laughs> to a traveller. What I think it would be like As a traveller To hear a traveller Telling a joke About another traveller And my instinct was So I can only go on instinct Was I think they'd love you And I think they'd love you Because it shows What does it show? It shows Self-awareness For starters mm-hmm. Basically you're saying Forget about the joke You're saying well, actually, I know what they point. say About us out there <clears> And <throat> I've got just as go- I've got a better one Well actually so What th- you're doing is you you're, you're, Do you get my point? You well, are, the, the
1: point was you're elevating p- yourself But there's a point In the joke and the point is that, you know, we're, we are almost banned out of every pub in Ireland. Mm. That was the whole point about the punchline. Mm. But everyone focused on the fact that cigarettes are banned, and you know, <laughs> travellers are kind of banned. Mm. But they overlooked the fact the fact that there's a truth in that. Mm-hmm. that there is a, a huge issue with travellers getting venues or get like I've had massive issues. I know. Venues. I read. Th- th- tell us that actually. That's really interesting. <laughs> that is very that is very good tell
0: that story tell us more about all the adversity I can't just I can't get enough of it. Well, this is prime time is it well I think it's very interesting um, interesting how like well because it is because <laughs> I, if I well because well I tell them what you said quite yeah yeah so you uh, if, tell them what I said <laughs> <laughs> I'm settlesplaining again. Except I'm not settlesplaining this time. I'm toying with you, Mario.
1: It's, I so, know. it's so. It's so. It's Isn't it so funny, Mr. Producer Man, to watch him squirm? <laughs> Do you know? I know. I know. It Edit. He has these Well, gone. I'm highlighted my words. I'm Edit trying. Out. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm really trying to understand you, people. So, <laughs> it,
0: so, <laughs> so, if I want to book a theatre.
1: Yeah. Uh, I just book a theatre. But it's not the same for you. No, it's not. Well, actually, <clears throat> no, let's not say a theatre because um, let's backtrack a little bit. I uh, I sent emails out to over 50 or 60 different venues across the country. Some places that are well known for doing comedy and would have other comedians on. It's the same comedians, by the way, that would be up with the hashtag equality. Yeah. Hashtag this, you know. Mm. Um, but they'd still continue to, to gig in these venues. And... I I sent out the email and I was looking to pay. I wasn't getting freebies. I was like, listen, look, what's your price? You know, are you available at such a date? And there was one particular venue that said, uh yeah, we're actually, uh, yeah, we're booked out for that. And I was like, OK, um, and that's exactly how they spoke. As, <laughs> as, uh, to, to see, it, this is this is how I imagine settled people speak. Uh, but they were like, um, yeah, we're actually booked out that week. And I said, like, Oh, that's are, cool. Are you travel explaining me now? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what okay. it is. Uh, yeah, the travel's Guide to travel planning. OK. Um, but they, they, so I said, yeah, that's fine. That's no problem. Um, what are your what's your availability for the rest of the year? Like bear in mind this is like May or something. Uh, yeah, we're totally booked out. Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> without looking. I was yeah. like, uh, what? Yeah, I was like, what about early mm. next year? I just didn't get a reply. like that's kind of what they do. Yeah. Or you can another tactic that's used is they will let you book it provisionally, and then a few weeks beforehand they'll say, oh, sorry, that was actually double booked. Oh no, no oh, but well, that is shit. Oh, well, it is shit. And I know. Look, and here's the f- here's the ironic part of it, right? Ninety, I'd say ninety-nine percent of my audience are actually non-travellers. Okay, and that's that's this is the weirdest part. Yes, well, this is this is this is great information. I did a, I did Ballina Arts Theatre, um, and I, I move on to theatres. This is why I don't include theatres in this mm. conversation. But I did Ballina Arts Theatre and Arts Centre. Sorry, but it it is a theatre. And out of the two hundred people that was in the audience, there was like three travellers mm. and they were the quietest people in the audience. And we actually had to have one guy removed who was a settle guy, but you know, like <laughs> hashtag not all settled people. Um, he just got very drunk and loud and belligerent. Um, and uh, apart from that, I think in total, 10 travellers have turned up to my shows. Okay. Yeah. but. There's a fear that, you know, letting a traveller book out your venue, you're going to have a load of travellers turn up, get drunk and get violent. OK. Yeah. So then I I put a call out. I was like, fuck this. I put a call out on Twitter and I was like, all right. <laughs> it was a little bit passive aggressive, I must admit, because um, <clears throat> I was just so annoyed and was like, here I am. I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to just be silly. I'm trying to make people laugh. Um, I'm trying to make it go So trying to have a career. Um, and and I'm having all the doors closed on my face, and then I was thinking, well, hang on a second. There's a lot of theatres in the country that, excuse me, that get a lot of public money, just um, to, to to operate. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh yeah, you know what now. I want to get a big lish to ye boys and I put on this thing I was like well you've had your hashtag marriage equality oh, I was so passive aggressive I'm actually cringing thinking about it you've had your, you've had your marriage equality now and you've had your wake and feminists how about you, you stay awake now when you include those travellers and I'm not proud of that moment but I'll tell you what I wasn't long learning that in, in the realm of theatre and the art community there is so much support so much support, so much, in fact, that within three or four days, I was inundated with offers of theatres right across the country. Ah. Not only that, some of them were offering to waive the fee, which I wouldn't accept. I wanted, to, I just wanted, you know, access to places. Yes. I was willing to pay just like anybody else. But the fact that people were offering mm-hmm. made a huge difference. And it was because the art community opened up their doors to me. That I then started to discover that, hmm, what would be it be like if I wrote a play, and that was my next step. And I mm. wrote I wrote the Dead House yeah. then, um, which premiered at the Dublin Theatre Festival. Oh, when did you write this? Um, I wrote it just there last year, actually. Mm. Wrote it in a few months.
0: I was interested in what you said though about the the arts community, right? Oh. Like I love to be the arts community opening, opening up <laughs> to you like
1: Yes totally just How up do the you doors. square
0: that? How do you square that against the, the the idea that maybe they weren't opening up to you previously? Um like where where what's the difference I don't think I was under a radar to be yeah. honest with no, you. No I'm just saying what I'm just trying to get to the, the point. What's the difference between ringing a theater and them lying to you and saying we're booked out?
1: Well, it wasn't the theaters that or said the the, the the spaces. See, you're talking about private venues. Yeah, You're talking about hotels clubs yes okay um, totally different and when you, when you opened it up into the public realm then well I quickly found out that there was a lot of people who really were yeah. genuine mm-hmm. about equality actually yeah. there's a lot of really good people within the arts community yeah Gen- no I'm, I'm being serious yeah they, yeah they're, they're, they're probably more for equality than I am to be honest with you <laughs> like you know like yeah. across the board like self-sacrifice type stuff you know they put lots of voluntary hours into making sure that somebody from a marginalised group will, will get the platform that they deserve or the time and space to develop as an artist.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I did not know that that existed. So me being passive aggressive and putting mm. this call out, I quickly learned that uh, you didn't need to be. I didn't no. need to be at no. all. No. Um And they just did. They, they didn't. They didn't know that I existed because I was doing comedy, which was. For some strange reason, stand-up comedy is seen as outside of the the arts community. It's not as arty as as that. Whereas if I went on stage and and did a a stand-up show and called it a dark comedy drama yeah, yeah. All of a monologue, sudden. yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. monologue, yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, then it's like, oh my god, it, it's a work of art. He's yeah. absolutely brilliant. Where has he been all my life? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's true. Um, so, so there's so a bit of
0: snobbery, actually. Well, well yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, talk about being marginalised. You, comedy's already marginalised. Yeah. Traveller marginalised. Gay as well. And, right. and gay as well.
1: Don't discount my intersectionality, Mario. What is that? <laughs> what is what intersectionality? Oh wow, it's such a white <laughs> knuckle ride. <riot. laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, okay, so intersection. did you really know what intersectionality is? Um, that, <laughs> uh, to be honest with you,
0: I, 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 if you nailed me to the spot, I couldn't know. Okay, intersectionality. Yeah. Okay. So. So. Okay. Can I guess? Okay. Okay. Intersectionality is g- uh, uh, sexual uh, sexual preference fluidity.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Um, is it, would it be? Jesus, let let the dark recesses of Mario Rosenstock's mind anyway. Okay. Uh, it's, no, it's not a crossroads to the bedroom, uh, Mario. It's uh, intersectionally. Okay. I'll give you an example. I'm gay. Yes. I'm also a traveler. I'm intersectionalized as in oh, yes. I'm marginalized on multiple fronts. Okay. So you could be a woman, a woman of color, yeah. a woman of color with a disability. Right. Um, And it's it, the reason why intersectionality is being spoken about a lot nowadays mm. is that you... you Jesus, I got that wrong. <laughs> yeah you no, we let it out Doesn't matter <laughs> Fuck it I'm not letting myself Come
0: across that thick It's okay That's why it's a pre-record bitch <laughs> Queen of the travellers My
1: hole You're not getting Intersectionality on me <laughs> <laughs> yeah for the benefit of the uh, The recorded conversation um, No but actually no It's good that you asked Because Yeah Not many people It's not actually a Sorry m- I do ask stupid questions It's not a stupid
0: question I know question. that I no, no, Sorry I know it's not Yeah The yeah. point is I'm capable of asking dumb questions And I think There's a lot more people Listening to this Who didn't know what Fucking intersectionality was either
1: Oh there you go Um Uh, Maybe your your thickness as you intersection lies in some front, Mario. Uh, How does that make you feel? Stupid and a comedian. Well a smart comedian That'd be a bit of an oxymoron Wouldn't it really If you Mm. think about it Um, No I'm joking Uh, I'm toying with you Mario And it's really fun To watch you Squirrel I feel like one of those Seals in Patagonia And you are a great white
0: whale Who has come into the And you're tossing me around Don't be fat shaming That's another (laughs) intersection The fat gay traveller And fat Boop intersectionalized. Jesus Christ We have the whole soup here Don't we uh, yeah um, Is there anything else Wrong with you
1: Because <laughs> let's face it It is wrong with you Isn't it yeah. Jesus Christ man Yeah uh, I know And I don't even travel That makes it even worse <laughs> like, lying, uh, He's a fucking lying Traveller I sold out He's a traveller Who doesn't <laughs> travel
0: <laughs> Sorry lads You take the wagon I'll take the S320 Mercedes
1: Convertible uh, Actually Okay so the, the, the actual Name for the community Is either Pavi Or Minkier And that comes from the language of shelta or gammon or cant. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the word traveller was not a word that we chose for our community. It was Mm -hmm. a label put on the community because one aspect, a large part of it, was the nomadism. But it's not the only part. So you can be a traveller who doesn't travel. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Um,
0: Okay, nomadism. It's one. Yeah. It's one is one is one O-M- No 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 it's one is one aspect of it. Yeah. So, well, give,
1: give well, me more. well it was on un, un, until I suppose two thousand and two when the anti trespass law <laughs> kinda of came into effect. Yeah. <laughs> uh your people again, Mario. Um well done. <laughs> oh, what do you mean my people? The Germans. Uh, the non travellers. Okay. Oh the Germans. Well I'm intersectionalizing myself. Oh wow. Sorry. You've gone there. Oh god. Everybody got to get a flag so,
0: out Nomadism. That's one <laughs> one aspect. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated. Go on. Nomadism. Well, you know what nomadism is, don't you? Well, I suppose the the uh, the ability, the the willingness to travel, to to go from place to place to to wander, if I suppose well, yeah, would be another to, aspect of nomadism. Um, w- wandering, I mean, Bedouins. wandering tends to denote Bedouins are nomads. Which? Oh, Bedouins.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. The, do you know what I mean? So yeah. in other words, they are they are not in a fixed place. You wouldn't place. call them
1: wanderers. Wandering would, would, would suggest that there's no destination. Mm, probably, you know? yeah. I and, was thinking
0: of Aborigines on a walkabout, I think. Which now I'm just fucking completely yeah, gone. Yeah. Um, just, doesn't matter, we'll edit it. <laughs> Don't we? no, uh, 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 <laughs> I've got the edit button big time for this one. <laughs> I've gone all fucking walkabout with the <laughs> river Ingenies now. Oh God, get me out of this, will you, Martin? Um, okay, well, well, nomadism I, is 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 traveling. It's, looking at it like it, it's Jesus.
1: Tell me, nomadism is it traveling. I'm not mad. Am it I? is. No, you're not mad. You're not mad. It is. And nomad is, nomad is, m- nomadism, of nomadism. Mario, you nomad. <laughs> yeah, nomadism and me. And. <laughs> I don't know what fucking accent that was! To be honest with you, me or you? Uh, yours, actually. Um, what accent? Did you, like, did, do you did speak I, German? No, not really. Really? No, I'm not really German. Oh, what do you mean? Well, my
0: grandfather fought in the Second World War for the Germans. Oh, sweet mother of God! Are you serious? Mm. Oh, his name was Doctor Georg Hosenstock Okay, Ge- what? Ge- George. <laughs> But uh, he had His name was Georg Which <laughs> they Georg Georg is the way They pronounce it in German
1: <laughs> We got a couple of Georg Over here as well
0: <laughs> <laughs> Georg Mario Gaylord Mario yeah, yeah. yeah so he was a German doctor In World War 2 And uh, He was only a young fellow though Now so don't, He was only, And he was in the I'm v- not saying that, I'm And just... he was in the Wehrmacht What's that The Wehrmacht is the army In other words He wasn't in the SS or the Gestapo Or as uh, As Marjorie Taylor Greene Called it the other day The Gespechos. <laughs> <laughs> Egypt. this is a congresswoman <laughs> in the United States. She went. What is this? The gazpachos? <laughs> oh Jesus! Anyway, so he wasn't a Nazi, but I used to be called Doctor Death in school. All right, fair enough. Really? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Actually, it's quite interesting. So, um, would you mind if I actually asked you about sure. that? Because no, I tell you why. So, you 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 had no choice about you know the history of of, of mm. your family, mm. or and and I imagine you know it wouldn't have been easy kind of growing up and being called Dr. Death or having your heritage kind of thrown at you as if it was a marker for your kind of mentality towards life or people.
0: Yeah, I I would say two things about that. One is um, the odd time it happened. Yeah, you'd feel a little bit like, come on lads, I'm not a Nazi just because I have a German name. I'm not a Nazi. But to be honest with you, um, (laughs) I mean, it didn't happen much. I mean, to be honest with you, like Irish people get on well with Germans. And they don't call all Germans Nazis.
1: Oh, but there is a segment of society that would. Exactly. And this is what, this is my point. It, my point is that the same segment of society will be the ones who will be calling the likes of me a knacker mm. or, or, you know, to keep us, they're the kind of people that I'm talking about. Mm. You'll always find a segment of society that will, will try to demean you and kind of mm. subjugate you to, to certain types of behaviours or, or, or opinions forced mm. on you. And that's what I'm trying to say that, you know, there, there is a commonality in 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 what you would have gone through with that I know you like you were saying it probably doesn't bother you now or it doesn't it's never said to you now Hmm. and I'm sorry sorry for putting that target back on your back and re-traumatizing you from your (laughs) school years uh but I I find it fascinating that if if you if we really listen to people even the people that are perceived this is why I don't attack say people who are doing well in life or you know the upper echelons for, for the people listening I, put, I just did the quotation sign there with my fingers uh, the operation on of, of, of Irish society you know the working class tend to kind of look at them as if they're the enemy when in actual fact it's 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 not always the case you know people can be born with privilege and people can be born disadvantaged but it doesn't mean that at the heart of, the, of each person that they're not the same or that, you know, there may be adversity that somebody born or privileged might have. They may have a disability, it may be a hidden disability. They mm. may have severe mental health issues. It's not always clear cut yeah. and we need to, this is, this is the whole approach I take is to try and have empathy with everyone. I, 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 I'd, I'd happily sit with, you know, a poor person, a rich person, a politician, you know, a layman. You know, it, it wouldn't make a difference to me because I know that behind the smiles and the facade of, of confidence that we're all broken in some way.
0: Oh, yeah. And we're all fighting a yeah, losing battle. Absolutely. And we're all, nobody knows the person that you just see coming into a bar or whatever. You just have no idea what they're going through or what they may have gone through that day or yeah. that week. Um, And we all put on a fake smile and we all to take that step out of the house in the first place, we all decide I'm stepping out of my house. I'm putting on my work face. Yeah. And and nobody is, you know, I'm not going to go down to the shop and go, can I have a, a, a pint of milk, a flake and I'm dying inside. Yeah, you don't say that. You just but, you cut
1: it at the but, flake in the pint of milk. But 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 also like first for, like you, you you're very well known. You're you're what we would call a celebrity. Okay, um, yeah, you would be. You'd be well known, and you're you're successful, and you're very good at what you do. You're very talented. Um, and I'm contractually obliged to say all these things. <laughs> <laughs> if we just sign that, yeah, yeah, really thanks. Say, yeah. <laughs> uh, ah, but, we don't edit that. We don't edit that one. But, <laughs> but at the same token, okay, so you you were a bit of a superstar, a bit of a superstar. Yeah. Um but you're not allowed to be normal either. And I think that's incredibly sad. You're not allowed to have a bad day in public. You're not allowed to, you know, be annoyed, mm. be frustrated. Yeah. You're not allowed to to you know, say fuck this or you know, yeah, you're not no, allowed it, it, you're not allowed that because it'll be used against you straight away because you're on a pedestal. And I think that as as much as it's It's a great marker for your success and a lot of people strive towards that. I do believe that you lose some of the 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 i suppose the opportunities to be vulnerable, the opportunities to be human mm. in public and and you know exactly what I'm talking about
0: i do um but I'm making headway on that front okay. Martin and I have been for a number of years and uh, I'm not signaling you out by the way oh, I'm just I know, being I you understand. Know, just when you but I am, I am making headway on that front though because I have sought to get on the radio more as being a normal person as in myself yeah. uh, without uh, necessarily always doing comedy yeah, um, but to to seek a humorous side of things but a more intelligent humorous side of things and to be re- reasoned, somewhat revelatory about myself as well and I found, that, I found that an extremely good way to go going forward and, and it's to do with empathy and it's to do with sharing.
1: It's amazing. And it's to do with so and to
0: do with commonality, as you talked yeah. about as well, and sharing common ground together and and sharing just stories that 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 show that you're willing to share the story and your willingness to share the story is showing that you're kind of opening up slightly yeah. to other people. And and I'm I've been doing that a lot more um in the last few but years and you, I've been enjoying it.
1: And I th- I think that's you're going to be incredibly successful with that because people are crying. If you're authentic, out to, yeah. Well, I think
0: that But if you're authentic It can't always be roses Well
1: you know you I can't think there's a, there's
0: a form Of authenticity in Ireland That is happening at the moment Which I Despise Go on It's a fake authenticity It's a virtue signalling Authenticity well,
1: that's oxymoronic Then isn't it Well it's, so. a, it's a
0: virtue signalling Authenticity It's going You know It's, it's people who are there's, there's, a, there's a cohort out there As you said Martin There's always a cohort Out there That uh, Will basically seek to go How do you get popular now Oh. oh sure the new thing is Hashtag virtual signaling <laughs> That's what you have to do So just go on about your mental health yeah, yeah 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 And go on there now And just go I'm suffering there now Yeah I'm suffering myself yeah. And somebody will pat you on the back And go You might even get a little splash In joe.ie Which goes Praise for Martin Beans Ward Who opens <laughs> up about his uh, I'm fucking anxious about this and that And you're there like Hmm yeah So I'm not I'm not specifically referring but to you I'm talking uh, to Do you know what I it's hate creating things a that. little bit
1: of a market I hate things like that Do you want to know why because, and this this is why I don't talk about my anxiety. Um, it's not that I consciously choose to hide it. It's just that I I I have experienced moments in my life where I've lost family and friends to suicide. Uh, I know people who are extremely depressed who are on modica- medication for that. I know people that are, have been on suicide watch mm. have been, you know, literally are so heavily medicated that they're like zombies. So. Don't fucking give me any medals for talking about my anxiety when most of the country has anxiety. Exactly. I'm nothing special. And any anytime that I do talks and people say, Jesus, he's some speaker that fella. Mm. Oh, he's a good talker. Yeah. He spoke so well. I'm only regurgitating things that smarter people have said. Yeah. I am not your your knight in shining armor. Mm. I'm not your your marker for for how, how politics should be spoken about or social issues should be spoken about. I'm not at all. Mm. And this is the problem. We we gravitate towards listening to the people who say things in a way that's easily digested or sounds good to the ears. When in actual fact what's between the ears might be very vacant. They might not know a thing, mm. but they might be able to orate in a certain way. <laughs> they might be able to say things that's in a poetic slant and you think, this guy's really smart. That's what we fall for and that's why politicians get get elected because they say things that hashtag I'm using the quotes to get with my fingers mm. is for anyone that can't see it <laughs> why this th- they're only saying what we're all thinking but yeah. it's not really you know well they're focus
0: grouping what we're yeah. doing they're they're, they're they're going what did they want to hear me saying yeah but this is
1: what the thing is we should be listening to the people who are working on the front lines we should be listening to the Gardaí who are working with communities we should be listening mm. to doctors, nurses I've got a better idea Go on. Why don't we pay them more money? Then okay. you're listening to them. Yeah. A listening is
0: to a penny. Anybody can listen. It's, it's, it's paying. No, it, no, it's, no. It's, 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 a, it's a lie. It's another lie. Difference between hearing and listening. Exactly. But it's a lie as well because they're substituting the word listening or hearing, mm-hmm. whatever word you want to use, for the real issue, which is show them their worth by yeah. paying them properly. Or, These or, people, or, nurses, front lines, all this sort of thing bollocks. They mm. need to be elevated in society into a higher um, socioeconomic group. How can it be that, for example, I mean, you talk about, we, we talk about the marginalisation of travellers. What about the marginalisation, similarly, of a guard who's married? I
1: like the similar, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. the similar, similar <laughs> marginalisation of a guard who's married to a nurse mm-hmm.
1: and neither of them, together with their joint income, can afford to buy a house. Yeah, I know. Fuck's sake! I know. I've been and I actually spoke about this recently Mm. um, on TV, and I have a friend who is a tradesman, and because of the pandemic, lost a lot of work, obviously, and is now on his ass and can't afford to rent a place in Dublin, and is now in a hostel at forty years of age, and it's heartbreaking, Mm. you know, and like like genuinely heartbreaking because. Last September, there was uh, a grade three ICU nurse, like really well paying job by all by all accounts, but she was spending 70 percent of her wages on an Airbnb Mm. to work in Dublin. Mm. And in order to save a bit of money, she had to go into a hostel. You know, there there are people uh, who were doing this is no lie now. uh, There were people doing work and internships, even with RTE. And one of them is a reporter. She's in, in the UK now at the moment. Mm. And she was only saying this to me recently after I was on TV. She was saying, you know, I had to stay in a hostel just to do the work in Dublin. Yeah. Now, that's not a ref- reflection on obviously the employers. No, no. But that's a reflection on the state of affairs that our country's in in regards to, to yes. housing. Yes, I'm, And And if you notice, I'm not even going to talk about the issue with, with traveller specific accommodation because that's been going on for the last yes. 10 years and no one's listened. Can I can I speak to you about um? I've just thought of this now. Can I speak to you about my
0: my like? It's all very well for me, right, to be to be engaging with you now and to be, let's say, jumping into your world and getting settled, splained, and we travel splained and we we, we we connect. We try and connect, make a connection with each other. But let me speak to you honestly about my scant, my totally scant um, experience of travellers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. In, in in any form. Okay. Yeah, on, uh, of course. And, and and I'll start Safe by space, saying, Mario, I'll start remember. by saying I was brought up on a farm. Okay. Okay. In Waterford. Okay, And I would say the travellers were below the devil, according to my grandfather, okay. who I love so much. And he's dead I, and I was very, Irish
1: grandfather or
0: my, my, my Irish grandfather. Yeah. Okay. And I loved my Irish grandfather and my Irish grandmother. I was mm-hmm. particularly close to my grandmother. I mean, ridiculously close to my grandmother. She kind of brought me up yeah. and gave me the confidence. As, she kind of gave me the confidence and love. She gave me the I believe that I believe that one of the ways you find you, you're able to do what you do in life if you do it with power and do it with conviction is because somebody has either given you love or you feel love from somewhere it's hard to explain you could feel love from religion it may be somebody has given you love and has given you that power but you need love to power you yeah it's it's it the, the, it comes from love and one of the things she did when i was early in my life was she, she pumped love into me like love of myself like not a Not a, uh, a Narcissistic self-regard Although I have some of that as well We but, all do but Yeah But a love And she pour, poured love into me And she said You are great You are great I see the way you entertain me And you're only seven or eight And you are great And so she gave me this thing that Before I step out on stage Now f- 35 years later I could still feed her Almost just pushing me Out onto stage going They're going to love you You That's know that beautiful. kind of It is It's it lovely is, yeah. Right. yeah it's love But my grandfather Who I also loved Was a farmer Mm-hmm. And as a man of the land in Waterford, I don't think there's anything that they hated more than travellers. <laughs> and we used to have a little place in the farm called The Knock. And up on The Knock was a little small hill. And um, the travel- some of the travellers used to go there sometime. And, uh, you know, and he kind of tried to hunt them off the land. But there was a, there was a fear of them as well, believe it or not. So, for example, it was that ignorance that he would have, which would be vulnerable to their so-called mysticism. In mm-hmm. other words, the travellers could put a curse on you.
1: Oh, wow, okay. All right. That's yeah. the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Pishrogs. Is, is that what it is? Uh, well, I think it's an Irish yeah. word, actually. Pishrog. Yeah. yeah. I,
0: I wasn't quite familiar with that word, but that's it's a curse, is it? Uh, or,
1: uh, no, th- actually it's not. Pishrog it's, uh, is more of a like an old wives' tale type of thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Sorry, it's an old wives' tale. Exactly. And so that was one of my early... And if you like The early indoctrination In my life So I would have then felt This is what the travellers are And then You know That's backed up by school And that's backed up by knacker And then we call people knackers And all this sort of stuff When when you were young In the 70s and 80s In Waterford Mm -hmm. Um, And Literally it was only part Of a class system though Because Just above the travellers Were The extreme working class Extreme Yeah Who were living in Hot tips okay. In Waterford I won't mention the places Names It's not fair But mass estates With people Okay Living there And in fact The travellers would live Off those estates Almost as if to say We're actually fairly close In social class mm-hmm. And so on It went up to the classes Until you reach The very top Of whatever Somebody lives in a castle Yeah And we are a class We are a class driven society. Oh, absolutely. And don't ever think we are not. Some people say in Ireland we're not. Well, we're <laughs> not. We are. We are a, a hugely class driven society. Um, then one of my second um, experiences of travellers would be socio sociology in Trinity College where I studied. Did you
1: study sociology? Yeah. Wow. As,
0: as part of my studies. And so we, did we did. We did, yeah, did you? Sociology and politics. Go actually, yeah, yeah, me too. Politics yeah. as well. Yeah. And, um, and so, some interesting studies on travellers, which... Fascinated me Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll even try Without even looking Back on them today What year did you do that? I would have done it in I would have done it In first and second year Okay Uh, Part of an arts No part of a Business economics And social studies Degree Okay well it's a really good mix
1: It's a good mix Yeah
0: and uh, Russian politics Was thrown in there as well And Russian society And philosophy And stuff like that Nice overview of some stuff But some really Interesting studies On travellers That I remember And that I even retain a little tiny bit of, to this day, because of how how uh, w- w- it showed you the value of education. So from those Pishogi uh, creatures I had known in the Nock in Waterford, I was now being exposed to, no, no, hang on. This is a distinct ethnic group with values of their own and traditions of their own. And so, uh, and, and I'll come back to those in a minute. And then the third exposure is a broadcaster and his name is Vincent Brown. And Vincent Brown, for me, represented one of traveling community's most ardent yeah. um, proponents.
1: I'd say for and, I'd say for Irish people. And Ir- defenders, actually. a relentless yeah.
0: and resilient and yeah. wonderful and magnificent. Fantastic journalist. An unbelievable yeah. human, an unbelievable capacity to reach out and be and to be empathic, empathetic to other human beings, yeah. uh, women especially mm-hmm. and travelers especially. Um, And his campaigning for the travellers is is absolutely wonderful. Um, But again, it it reignited my kind of, I suppose you'd call it peculiar interest in the travellers. It's not obsessive. Which is why I'm here. It's not obsessive. (laughs) It's just, it's not obsessive. It's not even, I don't think about travellers every day or anything like it. But it was quite interesting. I remember thinking, thinking back to my studies and and, and feeling this this extraordinary statistics about travellers. So, for example, the, um, the, the, uh, the mortality rate, mm-hmm. the age, the age lifespan. Yeah. Um, can you can, what can what do you know about that, Martin, um, that you can tell us? I mean, for example, the lifespan of a travelling a person in the travelling community is much shorter. It
1: is. And what is what is that approximately and why? Well, 10 to 15 years less than uh, non-travellers. Yeah. And stupid question again. Why? I actually don't know the answer to that one to be honest yeah. with you. Um I really don't know. Mm. A lot of a lot of people would I uh, see I'm very I'm very kind of cautious about looking at statistics like that mm. because they would be kind of based on people who would have had fairly hard upbringings mm. on the side of the road mm. um you know living in dampness a lot I, I would yes. say that the statistics could be somewhat different now because yeah. the standard of living yeah. has most definitely gotten better. Mm. So I'd be I'd be very cautious about sticking to the same statistics and I, I very rarely use those statistics because of that. Mm. You have to kind of take into account that society moves forward and the Irish travelling community are just a microcosm of, of Irish society. Um, so I, I, I can't say as to why yeah, yeah. other than the fact that Upbringing, um, being forced to live in really bad conditions, but then you have to take into account that not all travelers are traveling. A lot of travelers live in houses. Yes. Um. So surely their health, the the impact on their health is different.
0: What's the relationship between? It's a oh, if you can, um, if you can't, you can't. If you tell me I'm generalizing, I'm generalizing. We we'll let well, it. What do you on. think before you what, ask the question? Do you what, think you're generalizing? But me? Yeah. No, it's just that I'm afraid that every time I ask a question, you'll say, Mario, the question doesn't really apply because you can't not all of us I've so being, like no, being honest with
1: you. I've been honest with you, and I, I and I like your questions. I don't mind yeah, yeah. your questions but, whatsoever. But so I want don't to, worry. I had another one,
0: okay. um,
1: and don't that was. Don't be afraid. fine. <laughs> I won't. i they not going to beat me already. I don't have like 15 cousins outside. Is that there, a travelling right? accent? No, no, that was a settled accent. But well, I do <laughs> want gosh. you
0: to do a travelling accent later on if you want to. Uh, I
1: don't do you? know what that is. I do. I don't think there is a traveller accent. Is it not?
0: Or is that just a Was was that just a kind of a midlands western midlands accent? That is.
1: Um, it's just It's a mishmash Like you could have Travellers in Dublin That have a, yeah, okay. a Dublin accent You know <laughs> Yeah There is no traveller accent There's a stereotypical Traveller accent There is And what's yeah. that um, or You'd have to ask All the settled comedians That do it quite well <laughs> <laughs> It's not a creation of ours, unfortunately. Um, But yeah, and I'd hate to take work away from the settled comedians by doing traveller jokes. So, you know. that's the last uh, thing I do apologise. I do apologise. The last thing we want to do is to take work away from the settled comedians. Absolutely. Like, who do I think I am waltzing in doing
0: traveller jokes? I was going to ask you, um, what's what's the relationship between um, the travelling community and the settled members of the travelling community vis-a-vis the, you mean, that choice they've made?
1: Oh, you're on about like well, what's the, okay? What's the relationship between people who live in a caravan as opposed to people living a house? Yeah, it's fine. It's so,
0: is it is, do people who there's
1: no animosity? You know, obviously, there's no division. That's what I'm asking. No, 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 it's not division.
0: So, so, do people you, the tra- travelers in a in a in a caravan don't say to a settled person, "Hey, you fucking sold out"?
1: <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all. Sorry. No, 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 not, not at all. And in actual fact, a lot of. A lot of travellers who live in caravans no longer want to live in caravans actually. Uh-huh. And they're they're hoping to get um, housing because it's just there's no life on the road. Yeah. And this goes back to the anti-trespassing. No, you can't travel in a caravan anymore. And one of the things I recently wrote an article there for the Irish Times, for the Irish Times, right? Um, uh, yeah, it was like all X's and O's, and like they just kind of deciphered what I meant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I did it. You're I, doing I, it again. I'm doing it again. You're I'm, denigrating I'm your community. Sorry. Oh my god, um, that's that's the gay part of me now. You see, thinking I'm better than everyone. Um, <laughs> it's like I did this thing. It's it's part of a traveller oral history project, and it's to catalogue the the oral history of travelers uh, from the traveler elders. And because the traveller elders do genuinely live, you know, 10 to 15 years less than their settled counterparts because of their upbringing, um, it's a race against the clock to kind of get these stories. And these are beautiful stories. These are stories like not just stories, but like tutorials on how to make thin buckets and where to get the materials to do that, because when they die out, that's that's going to be that's gone. Mm. And that's part of Irish history as well, Irish heritage. so as prior to that, I did this. Um, I did a radio package also for for RT, and it was about these um, this couple, Willie and Nellie Riley in Cashel in Tipperary. They're the last remaining members of the travelling community who live permanently in the old traditional barrel top wagons. Mm. You know the barrel top mm-hmm. wagons. Um, they're the last ones. They look still. a bit like the wanderly wagons yeah the one that the wagons looks a little bit
0: like yeah. them oh, oh that's <laughs> another way of saying it yes back in your box Mara.
1: Um I don't know it's just alright it's okay that's the fifth who time am he's, who am I to who am I bring up cultural the bitch slapped me <laughs> uh, bitch slapped no I find that to be quite offensive actually is that a dig at my sexuality um, <laughs> is, is that what that is or mm, you can't just... do me twice on the same joke oh, yeah. I have double jeopardy yeah double jeopardy. <laughs>
0: You're allowed to um, hit me at Once on one joke Not okay, twice on the okay, same
1: joke Okay Okay I'm sorry Well look mm. you, You're just kind of You're lining them up For me really you know Thanks Amelia um, <laughs> um, I'm just repurposing it um, But anyway look the, With mm-hmm. the wagons So the last They're, the, they're genuinely they, You looking annoyed now the, the, <laughs> For a comedian You can't take a joke Very well at all Mario I am completely <laughs> Taking this line down <laughs> So with the, these are the last couple that, that, and they've never lived in a house ever they've never lived in a house and <clears throat> they're not allowed to travel they, and one of the things when I was doing the interview I asked him how does it feel you know you know being the last travellers that, that still live in wagons We're like, it feels for them they love it they, they couldn't imagine living anywhere else uh, I personally I couldn't survive a, uh, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be hardy enough to survive. No. No, I really wouldn't. Um but but by god they can. And they also they're very sad about the fact that while ever since 2002 with the trespass and law, which means they weren't allowed to travel or stop in common, yeah. commonage. A lot of people have the misconception that the uh, trespassing law was to stop travellers from going into people's private land. Yes, Why would you want to go into people's private land? Yeah. It's not. It's about the commonage. It's about the land that's owned by the government, actually. Okay. The common land. Or, trespassing. Uh, so you're trespassing Yeah, on. that's why. Do you ever, ever notice the big boulders up in, like, even if you go through Connemara, the big boulders to stop people, you know, pulling in caravans and the layboys and stuff like that, they were traditional routes used by the old travellers. No, it doesn't bother me because I never travel. But this but seems to me like... Sorry, I didn't even know what you meant. This this seems like
0: racism. Oh, what? But it I does. didn't even use that word today, Mario. But no, but it does <laughs> because that's basically saying that reminds me of black-white and white segregated America and in the in the forties and fifties in America.
1: Yeah, you, would you, you call it you... racism to do with
0: travelers though? Oh, our tra- well, well, racism is to do with race, yes. Ah, good question. So this is one of the other. But, uh, mis- but I, I suppose you would say no. Let me finish. Yeah, I suppose you would say travelers aren't a distinct race. They're a distinct ethnic ethnic group okay. within a race. Okay, isn't that right? And what would you th- white, white Caucasian? Well, well, no, ca- yeah, Caucasian, 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 okay. Caucasian uh, uh, Europe, Euro, Caucasian. Okay,
1: so would you call it racism?
0: Uh, probably not.
1: Why? Because they're not, a, they're not a distinct race. Ah, see, you've fallen for the same trap that a lot of people fall for. What's that? Because under the banner of racism, mm. ethnicity is included. Actually. Okay. And this is, this is one of the arguments that was had online recently. Um, oh, it's not racism to trauma okay. or Jesus Christ okay. tonight. Like, they're not folk, I'm like, you know, yeah, they're yeah, white yeah. like they might Like the rest of us, but we won't treat them like the rest of us. You know, it's racist. It's It, it, it falls under that banner. Yeah. Um, I very rarely use the word myself. There's a reason I ask stupid questions. I don't know the <laughs> answers. <Yeah. laughs>
0: I, think, no, I, I don't <laughs> just like lead you into my great trap of asking, to, as asking you a dumb question, knowing the answer already. No,
1: I didn't know that. And that's and, a fair point. Oh, and this is what's beautiful about these kind of conversations. And I love these kind of conversations. I've sat down with people with really negative views towards my community. And I sit down with the exact same. I don't know all the answers myself, Mario but I, I really appreciate the opportunity to have conversations with people mm. genuinely I do mm. and and if people want to, to ask me stuff that's within the realm of my knowledge I, I, I you know who am I but a lowly gay traveller that's intersectionalised. But but actually
0: what's interesting about you as well is you add another dimension because not just that you're a comedy, comedian and a gay traveller, you're actually a sarcastic traveller.
1: I am. Which means that
0: you've got double-edged swords going on all over the gap. So when somebody is um, making an extra special effort to try and, um, let's say, be careful around you, you can completely get the dagger in and go, no I'm just fucking with you now And toying with you <laughs> Like the great white whale Sorry for fat-splaining you um, in, in Patagonia So uh, anyway No no, no it's, it's good
1: does it, do, does it Do you feel as though It's unfair I'm, I'm seriously. Do you feel it's unfair of me To be sarcastic No not at all I think or, it's brilliant Do you feel that it kind of Undermines your no, Genuine No, No it doesn't
0: It doesn't It's normal Just I just think it's funny and it's it's rightly funny. It's it's sparring. It's it's that's what it is. It's sparring yeah. and it's banter, and mm. and it's also it's just who you are. And also, you, what you're doing is you're flexing your personality, which is you're obviously you know you love being kind of a little bit on the on the mark. Uh, sorry, on the on the off the cuff, and yeah. on the on the cusp of things and on the edge of things. And that's why you were describing your uh, comedy as as being kind of the ad lib being led by the anxiety and that mm-hmm. good, positive anxiety and uh, so you like being you like you like being fresh and in people's faces and you and you're just got a sarcastic personality uh, or, or rather what would be slightly um a little bit, not cynical. Cynical is wrong word. Oh, I can um, be quite cynical, actually. Uh, no, just, just, just fa- facetious and, and
1: facetious. And oh sarcastic. my god! He said, fa- he said facetious. <laughs> there you go. Why didn't you just use something that we all know, like flippant? You know, He <laughs> had to no, go for facetious. Flippant. You're not flippant. Well, flippant mean is quite similar. Irreverent and sarcastic. Well, flippant is quite similar to facetious. Anyway, I do. Think, you I think you'll I find quite sarcastic, <laughs> but 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 Sparky, <laughs> a bit of crack, a bit of banter. Bit of crack—that's the one. A bit of crack, a bit of banter, and I don't want people taking me too seriously. You know, there is, and this is why I'm, I'm delighted that you're asking questions that you deem to be silly, and I don't think they are at all. Actually, I think yeah. it's. I think if if you if you take away the the opportunity to be silly, then we're all fucking serious. And if we're all serious, who's laughing?
0: I uh, know, but also there's another thing um, and it's beyond laughing, and that is when you don't ask stupid questions or basic questions, there is a presumption in the listener to, that the listener knows exactly what you're talking about. And yeah. many listeners may not know what you're getting at. Yeah. It's like being um listening to the news at one. And they're going, well, of course, the thing about inflation is, as everybody knows that if interest rates rise, inflation goes up, and then you've got the SDIs and the STDs and the VIVs and the VIPFs, and that's going to then turn it upside down and turn it into a V-shaped Venn diagram. I and you're me. there, sorry, I don't understand anything of yours that you've just said. So uh, sometimes you need to just clarify what what, what people are saying. Uh, what about the, um, the the the, like, I'm trying to think now the last time I saw uh, you're a traveller on TV In terms of um, Fictional
1: depiction Well they depict- stopped doing Crime Line a long time ago now. <laughs> <laughs> And I think it was Row before that um. And I was in Row. Were you? I was in Glenro. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I made my um, I, I basically Became That was the first gig I ever got Yeah I was the doctor in Glenrow. No, That's serious. I was the doctor I was the young doctor In Glenro.
1: And here you were Trying to hide the fact That you had a Nazi doctor I In know, the family And there
0: I was I was the doctor in Glen Rowe, yeah. And I used to um and and I remember Blackie Connors, uh, yeah. Liam Liam really well, Liam Heffernan. Yeah. Really well. And
1: uh and really of course the first kind of main traveller character but played by in many ways None it was a, in many
0: ways it was a very He's good though in many ways yeah. it was a very good depiction it was well,
1: back the for famous. 1980s yeah and that was of course because Ma- 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 michael was it michael collins was he, he, michael collins yeah,
0: was yeah. in Row as well yeah 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 that was his launchpad as well wasn't it, it was but yeah. also both of their depiction as travellers let's be honest weren't weren't bad no no in the sense that like they did the, the writing they were seen. First of all, they were humans. Yeah. They weren't monsters. Yeah. They weren't gonna rob your gear.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. They weren't like going.
1: Oh, God.
0: Right. Um. And um. They Could were sound like a male person there for a second. Go well, on. Whatever. Um. And, <laughs> sorry about that. And there were a few. Uh, and it was the idea that like, Miley might go. Sure. Maybe we'll ask Blackie. Blackie would know. And you go. Are you saying you're going to ask the traveler for advice? <laughs> And you know So in other words That was an excellent depiction Yeah yeah And I think it was probably A huge step forward A million people a week Used to watch that programme Is that mental? A million That's great. Like 400,000 watch The Late Late <laughs> Show now <laughs> 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 and Four more like, times so no, That was excellent But there's no depiction For example
1: Of travellers on Fair City Do you know what Wouldn't it be so funny If a load of travellers Rocked up on a big trailer Of the Carrick Stout <laughs> I'd fucking love it Do you know what happens In Fair City?
0: when they do take on a, a storyline oh. they go over the top on the storyline oh yeah so remember in the 10 years ago right they went there was like a, a lot of uh, foreign criminals in Dublin so then every second person in Fair City had a fucking gun I said you're under arrest you shitbag <laughs> here why is Dimitri robbing the spar Dimitri wants to rob spar because everybody in Dublin now is Eastern European criminal Right, and then before that, and then recently, it's like there's there's a lot of gay people now in Fair City. So like you're just like watching loads of men, just (laughs) loads of men going, oh, you know, I want to not riding, just like what's happening between our relationship. But hang on,
1: hang on. No, in fairness, hmm? Fair City didn't they have one of the first kisses? Yeah, they did. They did. That was good.
0: But I'm just thinking, if they went traveller in Fair City, it would just be roll on the wagons. (laughs) That would be just.
1: <laughs> There's Jimmy John Joseph, he's coming to the squeal. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, you see, uh, the, what's the name of the pub be closed down? McCoy's. Yeah, McCoy's. Well, it would become McDonald's, surely. <laughs> Shit There we go We'll edit that again uh, It was closed down For renovation Booked uh, up No table. You're heading over for a fu- for, a, for, a, for a quickie uh, As soon as there's a funeral In Carrickstown to be closed down On and mark respect I know yeah
0: And uh, w- you know Well they'd have to At oh, least I know, do what I tell you what, they'd, they'd have, have to do... at least do Martin They'd have to at least do Here We don't allow your type in here Leave them alone They're the same As the rest of us <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what you'd say In Fair City <laughs> Yeah uh, Look for anyone Working on Fair no, City but I'm If you asking, are thinking that You know get in touch No uh, but I'm asking you I mean I'm asking you Like for I example I think it'd be great though I do, I do think We'd need more we need more depictions we need more stories But I'm being But this is what I'm saying to you And I'm not being But they go overboard Is what you're saying
0: Yeah Fair yeah. City would go overboard yeah. But no 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 What I'm suggesting to you is I'm not being I'm being serious Oh No 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 I'm being serious I, I, I'm, I'm not being facetious Just to create crack I'm saying
1: Bing, 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 bing So That's for twice. example Twice is used the word Okay, go on So for
0: example uh, Walking into a landmine here now Probably again But help me um, So for example the, the presence of women On football matches And rugby matches As pundits Right? I, th- I think it's great actually. Exactly But it's yeah. increased And, I'm and, to and referees saying, actually Of ref course Participation yeah. and referees And part of the game And all this sort of stuff So I'm saying That You know Women have a role to play there as well but why not also uh, ethnic minorities? In what sense? So, for example, why can't a traveller be uh, pundit on a, tele- on, a t- on a on a on a Do, do you understand what I'm saying?
1: I'm yeah, saying no. So I, I, I'm I do. saying I'm
0: saying what I'm saying is like I it, reckon Blackie Connors and Michael Collins okay. made a difference because they depicted travellers in a not terrible way.
1: Safe is what you. Yes, it but looks, safe is better than shit Well, yeah, it is But it's also Oh, look at him He's a house knacker You know We can deal with him uh, They weren't though, were they? No, they weren't No, well, but it, it was It was they, one of those They were travellers They're very, they're very nice They're very
0: Yes, but They don't
1: they don't talk about their issues
0: Okay, they fair enough They don't
1: hold a mirror up to us No, exactly, Martin It wasn't flawless <laughs> but, but, but. I liked, no, I'm agreeing
0: with you I'm agreeing yeah, with you Yeah, it. yeah, but that what I'm a, saying is That should, was like, what, 30 years but, ago? But should It was, but what I'm saying is Travellers should be, I said, I started at the beginning of this discussion with you saying that, like, we, we had an interesting exchange of ideas regarding p- taking the piss out of people to, yeah. to, 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 make them, to, to make them the same as us in the way we treat each other. Mm-hmm. And surely part of that is to um, bring in members of all ethnic communities as much as possible to participate in public fora and arenas. Um, in, in the daily stuff that we do ever, all our I lives. Totally yeah. I, know, I, know, and, and I, I totally agree
1: with you. Yeah, that's what i And I totally agree with you. More
0: members of more marginal
1: ethnic groups included on more televised discussions of, of things. Well, okay. So I, re- I last night mm-hmm. I, f- I did a rap on my first TV pilot mm. for a series. Can't really go into it right now because I'm still at the, the praying that it gets across the line stage. Mm. But if that's, if that does happen it'll be the first time that uh, a traveller will have a comedy esque type series on, yeah. on, on Irish TV. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a really good thing to say. It is. Yeah, no, mm. it is. And I'm 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 so so grateful just to even have. Like it may never get picked up. You know how these things work. Mm-hmm. pilots It may never happen. But at the same time, to have the opportunity to to feel as though I am providing something valuable enough just to be considered. Because it's extremely competitive. It is indeed. It's extremely competitive. Yeah. And I'm a long way off being at, say, your level now of success or or confidence and having something well-rounded, like a good rounded show. But I would, just because there are no travellers before me, and this brings in the whole thing about social capital, there's no one I can look to and say, Mm. I want to be like that within my community. But this is what brings me towards the rest of Irish society. Mm. I look at people in 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 my industry and I, I would see us all As being performers And that's our own Little community Yeah And there's no reason Why I can't look at How you do it Or how Tommy did it mm. Or how Des, Or you know and, and and to see how They're you know What worked for them What didn't work for them Which route they took And to use that As kind of a marker For how I might Kind of Take my journey Yes You know in, in, Into my career So we're like it's how we identify. Do we identify just solely on our ethnicity? Or well,
0: that's right, because I suppose the reason you're in this room is because you're part of my ethnic minority, which is...
1: <laughs> not ethnic the, minority, but well, well, part, part, part of your
0: community. No, no I, meant, I meant that as a joke. The ethnic minority of being a comedian. Okay. In other words, so you're a traveller, but you're also a comedian, which are both minorities, let's face it.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> well, maybe not in Ireland, actually. Everyone's a comedian in Ireland, <laughs> in fairness. Uh, we just happen yeah. to, I suppose, we're, we are privileged... And we have to kind of identify our privileges as well. Yeah. Um, we're privileged that we've had the opportunities. Yeah. But,
0: but at the same time, we need to... But it's interesting that you raised that word at social capital. And that's prob- that's exactly what I meant about putting people from ethnic minorities into positions where they can be regarded as... Uh, social um, uh, models,
1: yeah, no, and I agree, and it's and that's so important when it comes to third level education or in politics. It's yeah. to it's to show actually I, I, outside of the whole ethnic um, conversation. There was a fantastic uh, campaign run last year, or the year before, and it was called "See, um, See It, Be It." As mm. in, if young girls mm. can't see it, mm. they can't believe to be it. Correct. As in getting involved in sports, and this the whole it's very argument, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> really isn't. Yeah. Well, uh, it's good uh, for me. It was it was visualization. Uh, yeah, it is. And It's kind of showing. It was for this particular campaign. It was showing young girls that you can be female and highly successful in what you do. Yeah, and it's the same way if you're not seeing if a young traveler kid is not seeing. Travers doing something successful in TV, yeah. then they'll never really believe that they can be that. Correct. And also, we base a lot of what we do in society on what we think um, we should be doing based on what we see on TV. Yeah. And if we don't, we see we mirror each other. We do, of course. I'm going to do what he did. Yeah, yeah. It, it, but, but also, it drives you. It motivates you. Someday, think. I'm going to be him. Yeah, yeah, or better. Yeah, <laughs> and I, ho- I hope the next generation Of, of travellers Look at me and say He was shite And I'm going to I'm going to be better than him Because that's the only way That, that, that your community can, can kind of Really grab the bull By the horns And say this well, is
0: Well there's an old saying I think Ian Dempsey Introduced me Pioneers die Settlers make money
1: So you might die But your followers The people who follow you They'll, they'll do the business Well I hope so uh, Because like that's Isn't that Like the, the main point and it's not to pull the ladder up behind yourself; it's to kind of lay the foundation for the next generation. I'm not going to be around when travelers really hit the the the, the heights of of their successes. Uh, I won't. I, I I probably won't be alive when I see the first traveler, Taoiseach or, or or president. And but I know that that the little bit that I'm doing now at the moment might mean that you know a hundred new travelers might get into the arts. Or the might get into singing, or, or, God forbid, stand-up comedy. I mean, I, I left college with an, an arts degree and became a comedian <laughs> because you're going to be broke anyway, so you might <laughs> go you know, down in style. You might go, down, go down blazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go down, go down, making a laugh yourself. Yes. You know? Um But for the for the, for the most part, I find that comedy is a massive vehicle. For change, hmm. actually, and 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 bringing stories out, um, because people connect better when they laugh. Oh yes, yeah. Do you know?
0: Uh, That's exactly it. They they let down the guard.
1: Yeah, but like yeah. I, I could reel off statistics for 10 minutes to you and you'd be like looking at your watch Yeah, I could reel off you know 10 jokes with statistics within them you'll remember at least two or three
0: I know well what I really wanted and thank you for having this conversation so what I really wanted to do was and I think we went through the whole gamut which was um, starting uh, starting deliciously awkwardly (laughs) and um, and ending um, completely relaxed and listening to each other I didn't want to be facetious (laughs) So thanks a million, Martin <laughs> Beans Ward, <laughs> for coming you. in, and best of luck with the um, the play, Dead House,
1: uh, the Dead House, the yeah. Dead
0: House, it's, yeah and um, all that you do and uh, please invite me to one of your gigs I'd love to sit in the audience
1: oh I certainly will um, and would you go to would you actually go to one of my shows no I'm no, just saying that for the fucking podcast you wouldn't marry us at all you know of course <laughs> I'd go to one of your <laughs> to gigs might be treated in the audience especially if it's near <laughs> especially if it's in Dublin yeah oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, look. Thank you very much for having me. And yeah, I hope and, you enjoyed it. Uh, oh no, I did actually. Yeah, good. And and this is the first time you've had a traveler on on your your podcast. And, and oh within, my god, within two meters of you, unless you include Matt Cooper. I had him oh on. wow, talk about knacker <laughs> I actually, you know, I love Matt Cooper. Actually, I do, and and you know that Matt Cooper is is one of the only hosts. Actually, I think the only host who when when he I know. What, what well he's had you
0: on loads of times. Yeah,
1: and he's the only one who doesn't introduce me as a traveller. Yeah, he introduces me as Martin Beansworth, yeah. a comedian, and yeah. that says a lot. Yeah, actually, and yeah. I love Matt. Cooper yeah.
0: and so did I. I
1: didn't introduce you to the traveler. Liar. I didn't. <laughs> I did not. 95% well, you- of your notes is asked this traveler thing. Asked to ge- gear it towards the traveler yeah, thing. No, not gear it. I, th- In fairness, the notes. Um, I'm joking. Oh, fuck. He's done
0: it to me again. Martin, thank you.
1: Thank you very much for
0: having me. Well done. Jesus. That was great. And that's it from me, and that's it from Bean's Ward. Um, a great privilege to talk to him and um, thanks thanks to you for listening. Thanks to you for subscribing. Thanks again to Curry's uh, for their great support. And don't forget to get in touch with me on Twitter at Mario or personally MarioRosenstock at gmail.com. See you same time, same place next week. Happy Easter.